the uh, what is the meaning of a yard site? What's important about a yard site of a, of the day of the passing of the tzaddik? Venezainen oyle kol masav v'terosav v'vedasa shavu kolim echayev. This is the day when all of the all of his activities, all of his accomplishments, all the teira and aveda that he accomplished during his lifetime ascends to its highest level. Is for uns beiker of to misbeine sein sich im meister betrosse babe dasse von baul heilula. What does it mean to us? That's what it means to him. What does it mean to us? To us, it means that we should focus and think about what was his, what was he busy with, what was his teira, what was his aveda. Kedays to arois nem from them they roch hayem yem, so that we could take a lesson from this in our personal lives. Every one of those who follow in his footsteps in mice of So what is the lesson to us in our activities, in our Torah, in our Avedah? Since forever yid, the activities in Torah and Avedah that a person went through, did in his entire life, is a vast amount of things. That's by any yid. Certainly, by a leader, a nasi of the yid. So for sure, he has so many different things that he's been involved in. So therefore it's not always clear what was the main focus of his Aveda. He was involved in so many different things. How do you know what was the main focus? From which we need to take the main lesson in our lives. It's hard to know what was the focus of his life. But in our case, the Yorzeit from Kvetkut Merechami Admur, the Yorzeit of the Friedrich Rebbe and Yutschwat, Hotman Doch, the Klorahira, there we have a clear lesson. The Torah Oich von Loshneira, we get our lesson in life from the Torah, and the word Torah also is, the, is a word for lesson. From Balei Lula, what was the Torah that the Balei Lula, the Friedrich Rebbe, which we gave? For his Yemei Lula, for his Yorzeit, the Maimer the Remaschel Basulagani, which is of course the Maimer Basulagani, was the Rebbe, was the Rebbe Balei Lula Alein, Hatarezi Geben Suzayin Yemei Stalkus, which he himself gave out to be studied on the day that he passed away. Was from there Torah Vaisman in Vos as Dav Zayin the Iker is Banos Biyemei Lula Shaloi from this Torah that he gave. This is what you should study on his Yorzeit. So now we know what it is that he wants us to focus on. And we also know what it is that we have to take from that in our life, in our Aveda, in how to change our life and how to conduct our life according to his instructions. At the end of the Maim Vasilagani, the Friedrich Rebbe speaks about the, import, the great importance of Zrizus, which means alacrity, getting to it immediately, not delaying it, and so on, not procrastinating. So that in, in all the matters of Avedis Hashem and Kiyam Atayra Mitzvah, one should be on top of it and not delay and procrastinate. Because 
Barum. Because who who is who knows which day is his last day? Nobody knows what uh, what tomorrow brings. As the, the Medish says, No person is in control to be able to say, Wait for me until I will finish my calculations, I'll finish figuring it all out, until I will tell my family what it is, leave my last word and uh, my last will and testament. Nobody could say, Wait for me. The Malachamavas comes, it's, uh, you know, he doesn't wait for you. So therefore, you have to get everything done. Now, don't wait till later. You don't know if later will be there. Thus, medem verta reiz gebracht as in aziz v'abedas Hashem is nishnar aprat in the So, from this, we understand that the fact that we should not delay and always do something immediately is not just a detail. You know, there are you have to do mitzvah behidur. So that's a one detail in doing a mitzvah. There is another one which is do it right away. It's not just a detail. And as our sages tell us, like one of the details of fulfilling a mitzvah properly is don't make it, don't let it become chametzdik. In other words, don't let it sit there until it sours, until it gets old. They say do it right away. That's a detail in doing a mitzvah properly, but it's not just that. No, this negates a clawless Aveda. From this we see that this is something which is very fundamental to, to our Aveda. Because you could lose the opportunity to do the entire mitzvah, not just you missed, you didn't do it as properly as you could, because you didn't do it fast, quickly, immediately. No, it's more. You might end up losing, forfeiting the entire thing because you didn't do it right away. So that's much more fundamental. And this lesson that our sages tell us, that a person is not in control to say, wait, is this pertains, this is relevant every single moment of life, because nobody knows what the next moment brings. The whole 120 years, whatever life you have, that applies, because nobody knows when the last day is. There's even more that we can find, another lesson that we can take from this uh, previously quoted statement from Razal, from the sages. They say, Do not delay, procrastinate with a mitzvah. And they say also, If a mitzvah comes to your opportunity, under it comes to your uh, ability, you have the opportunity, do it immediately. What what does that teach? Because if a person does delay the mitzvah, is instead of having what the pasuk says, you shall guard the matzis. And the word matzis and mitzvahs are very similar to each other, almost the same spelling. Um, and we and it's interpreted as hamitzvahs that you should be on top of and be very particular about doing the mitzvahs properly. So instead of which how do you get matzah by doing things quickly, immediately and getting it baked one, two, three so it doesn't come chametz if you do delay the mitzvah it becomes chametz it becomes bloated, sluggish which is the opposite of 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 matzah so the mitzvah instead of being like a matzah fresh, thin uh, done immediately 
it becomes dragged out, sluggish, and that's the opposite of matzah. So you lose out on the shmarza mitzvahs. Shmarza mitzvahs. And in Tchilos Amaymeretter in Vos is Davzain the Aveda. At the beginning, so that he tells you how to do the Aveda. It should be done with Rizos. At the beginning of the, the Maimer, it talks about what is the Aveda, what should a person be focused on in their Aveda. In Valchenine, Davzain this Rizos. In, re, in regards to which kind of Aveda should be this Rizos. In Demos that the focus of Aveda should be. And what the Medrash tells us that Hashem desired to have a dira, a dwelling place down here in this lower world. Even though it's true that what, whatever a yid does in, in a mitzvah, studying Torah, as well as if it's not necessarily a mitzvah per se, but it is something that you're doing for personal needs, but you do it for the sake of serving Hashem. And that in whatever you do, you know you uh, in, include Hashem. It's all focused and pointed and directed to Hashem. And every one of these of types of Aveda, it, that in itself accomplishes a place for Hashem in the lower worlds. And that brings out the that furthers the goal of Nisaba So that's true for every mitzvah. Is of a verstandig, but we under, with self understood as the Ero and them inyan from the Savagaj Barakhalisim that the the lesson in regards to Nisabakajbarhu was Nadafarisam of Yemalullah which we have to take from the from the yard site of the of the Fridigir Rebbe is Nishnar Azirus Kloli of Klodas Avidafantaira Mitzvis Mitzvah. It's not just to say that a person should be bezrizus in every matter of Torah mitzvahs. That's not what the focus is. Not a hirom yuchedes, but that this is a, a lesson specific and particularly in velchen inyan avzdav zayin that ikar abaydus adam biyameinu eila in regards to what kind of where should be the focus of a yid in our day and age in our generation. Masim tzumaisi b'teirosiv abaydus of nabalavitlula and it should be in accordance. It's aligned with the Atayr and Aveda of the Friediger Rebbe. That's the lesson that we take on his yard side from his Aveda. That our Aveda should also be aligned with his type of Aveda. So we need to know what is this particular Aveda that we are looking to learn from the Friediger Rebbe's life. The Yuvim Bahagdim Abir. So we'll understand it by first explaining in Diyuk HaLoshem was the Rebbe Brengt in Maimer. It, by focusing on the way the Friediger Rebbe brings it in the Maimer, this statement, that Hashem desired to have for Himself a dira betachtainim, a, 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 a home in the lower worlds. That in this statement there are three details which are brought out. It's loyiz barich. Number one is that it's for him. Uh, Bayes. The second thing is that it's a dira, and the third thing is it's betachtoinim in the lower world. So we'll analyze each one of these details. Number one, loyiz barich. 
The dira is lats musi is barach. This dira, meaning to say, who is going to come live, who is going to come dwell in this tachtainim? It's loy is barach. It's the essence of Hashem Himself. It's not that the uh, levels in between the essence of Hashem and those things which He brought forth from Himself, levels upon levels, atzilus and so on, the many, many levels which it takes in order to be able to create a world down here in this world, those are mid-level iris. And it's not talking about that. Those are called iris vigiluyim, that is not the essence it's just something which comes forth from the essence. So we're talking about the essence should come down into the dira. Number two, it should be a dira. The the way Hashem, His essence, will come and dwell in the Tachtainim is not that He will be here temporarily, like a visiting guest. But that it'll be, he will live here. This will be his main residence. His residence will be down here in the Tachtainim. Number three, that it should be in the lower worlds. This dwelling place for the essence of Hashem is uh, in a permanent way. It's in the lowest world, in the physical world that we live in, and not in some very highly exalted world, spiritual world. And these three things actually depend on each other. They're all interlocked with each other. If we talk about revelations from Hashem, those things which Hashem reveals from Himself, even if we talk about the very highest ones, since they, they did not create themselves as Hashem, not create Himself, but Hashem exists from within Himself, nothing came before Him, nothing made the essence of Hashem. But these levels, which Hashem emanated from himself there was a time when they didn't exist and then they exist so they don't come they're not from with themselves from within themselves they come from something higher than themselves and especially that they are the way they're brought into being is because Hashem wanted to bring them into being so in other words there is a possibility that they should not he should not want them. There's a place perhaps where he doesn't want it yet. So in other words, it all comes because something outside of themselves wanted to bring them into being and therefore brought them into being. Therefore, the very idea of being permanent doesn't apply. They can't be permanent. Because they are not self-dependent. They are dependent on somebody bringing them into being. So they're completely dependent on the will of whoever brings them into being. They, that entity can just as easily take them out of being. They no longer are wanted, therefore they no longer exist. So the very concept of permanence doesn't apply at all. And since there is a parameter for their very existence, is moving as a 
So therefore, they can only exist in such a place which can contain a revelation of godliness. They exist within a certain framework. They are revealed from a revelation from godliness, of godliness. So they can only exist in a place which can contain, which is the proper place for a revelation of godliness. Whereas when we talk about the lower elements, this physical world is not a place where, which is a host to revelations of godliness. This world that we are in conceals godliness. Therefore there can be a revelation of godliness, or at least the gilui of godliness not the essence of Hashem, but those things which He revealed from Himself, are not even possible that they should be revealed here, because this is a world which is hostile to the revelation of godliness. So therefore, if it's not lo yizbarech, if we're not talking about the essence, the very idea of dira, which means kriya's permanence, doesn't apply anymore, and the very idea of Betachtainim doesn't apply anymore because they cannot exist in Tachtainim. The only thing that can exist in Tachtainim is the essence of Hashem, which can be permanent and can also be revealed in Tachtainim. As I'll explain, but when we talk about the essence of Hashem, the essence of Hashem is not limited to either revelation or concealment. He doesn't exist in that whole parameter. So therefore to him revelation and and concealment are one and the same. Un is and cannot is beyond the idea, the concept of change. Therefore he could be permanent. Anything other than the essence of Hashem is subject to change based on where it comes from, based on who created it and what their desire is. But the essence of Hashem is not subject to change at all. Since he comes from within himself, in other words, he doesn't come from anything outside of himself, so therefore nothing else can have any effect on what, how he should exist. So therefore, when he is drawn down, at least in the way that you can, you can say the words drawn down about the essence, but when he is, whatever you call drawn down for essence, when that happens, it's there permanently. It's unchangeable because nothing other than himself has any say in how he will exist. And this happens specifically in the lower world. Because the higher worlds, which are the worlds of Giluyim, where there is revelation of godliness, since they, as revealed as godliness is there, to the essence of Hashem, that's all considered a lowering of himself into a state of revelation. That's something that's removed and lowering himself. Therefore, essence is not going to exist in something lower than himself in a state of gilui it's only in the very lowest world in the physical world that we live in where the whole concept of gilui doesn't exist 
this is a place, as we said, that's hostile to the revelation of godliness. It is a world which is called hell and where, whose function it is to conceal godliness. Over here, it isn't a problem for the essence to come and be nimshach into this world because he is not being revealed into the world, therefore it's not in any way diminishing him to be, to be in this place. Based on this, we can also understand how this pertains to the Aveda of a person that wants to learn from this concept. That this Aveda that we are trying to do, to make a it has to be done in such a way that is pertains and is in accordance with what we're trying to accomplish. We have to do our Aveda in order to make it happen the way we, it needs to happen. So therefore, what's the Aveda, what does the Aveda mean? Number one, that it has to be for him. That we have to do our Aveda only with our focus, only for Hashem. The reason we do our Aveda is because He wants it. The whole reason we do Aveda is because we want to fulfill the will of Hashem. We want to bring about that which He wants, which He desires, to have a dear We don't do it because we will gain something from it. And not even for that very exalted gain of being connected to Hashem because of these mitzvahs. Not even for that reason. We do it only because He wants it. But even to do it, that I want to be part, I want to be instrumental in fulfilling Hashem's will. That is also somewhat... I become the focus. I want to be the one that fulfills Hashem's will. Rather, the entire Avaidah has to be, this is what Hashem wants, I will do anything that it takes in order to make that happen. Not that I have to be the one to make it happen, I'll do anything that it should happen. Base the Dira. You have to do it in a way of dira. The avodah davzayin ba'evishal kviyus. Our avodah has to be with a fixed program. It has to be in a permanent way. Not that we're constantly wavering and waffling, and it's always different in the way that we do our avodah. You know, our interest waxes and wanes. It goes up. One time I am in the mood. One time I'm less in the mood. When a person is that way, wishy-washy, it means that their Aveda is not in a permanent state. But it's only, you know, sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not in it. So that can't be part of this. A person has to be constantly focused. Number three, it has to be the Aveda Davzayim Be'ikir in Yonav Tachtaynim. The Aveda has to be mostly, for the most part, in the lower elements of the world. Saibinigay, it's a Torah, whether we're talking about what kind of Torah we're studying, 
or Sibonigates and Mitzvahs also what kind of Mitzvahs we're doing. Well, that is Eden and the same as, as a, the type of Yidin that we are trying to help with our Torah Mitzvahs, as will presently be explained. What he means by that. And these three elements of how he explains that it has to be focused on Hashem, not on myself. And that it has to be in the lower elements. And that it has to be bequeous, permanent, in a way that is constant and not wavering and waffling, are also dependent on each other. Then is If a person does his Aveda in order to fulfill his own person, I want to be fulfilled by this. Even if it's a very exalted thing that he's looking to be connected to Hashem, and that's why he does his Aveda. Even in a higher level, even than that, simply because he wants to fulfill the will of Hashem. But the important, you know, an important part of this is that I am fulfilling the will of Hashem. Hashem. Then the the avoda is subject to change, the ups and downs. Because if it's about how I feel about a certain thing. So then my Aveda will be in accordance with how I feel about it at this particular moment. Which means it won't be, and since a person is different, and we have different moods and different feelings at different times, so the Aveda will also be subject to my feelings. And therefore not be permanent. It means dira, the way he said, uh, you know, the second element. In Vos, the Aveda is, and also there will be a big difference in what my interest, in what kind of Aveda I want to be involved, what kind of mitzvahs do I want to be involved in, what kind of limitatayra do I want to be involved in. See, in Yonim Nailim, do I want to be involved in higher things other than Yonim Tachtayim, or, or can I be busy with basic, basic Yiddishkeit as well? Where Filtnish in the Aveda, Zachai is can I be involved in an Aveda where I don't feel personal fulfillment in that kind of Aveda? That would be difficult if it's about you. But if your Aveda is focused on this is done for Hashem, that this is for the purpose of fulfilling Hashem's them. Kavana, then anything that is focused on carrying out this folk, this purpose, so then anything is equal. It doesn't matter what kind of Aveda it is. If it's focused on fulfilling the purpose of Hashem's creation, which is, so then what do I care if it's a higher element, a lower element? It's all to, for the same goal and purpose. And that's why the Aveda will also be in a permanent fixed way. Dira, as he says, Dira, in since Hashem wants to be in the lower element, that's why my Aveda will be focused on the lower elements as well. That's where Hashem wants to be. 
So both things can happen if the focus and the purpose is to fulfill Hashem's will, then it doesn't bother me what kind of Aveda I'm involved in. Tachtainim is perfectly fine, even better than Elyonim, than the higher elements of Teirah Mitzvah, because Hashem's will and desire is in the Tachtainim, so I want to be involved in that. And also, because it's not for me, so then it doesn't matter what I feel at this moment. It's about him. He feels that it needs to be done now, so therefore it'll get done now. Hey, this kind of behavior in the Aladrai Pratim and all of these elements, all these details that we just said. We saw them clearly by the Friediger Rebbe himself. It's well known, as was discussed already a number of times, is the Abayda from Bala Lulubar, but Satir Vachizka Yad is given Ein Hemshach from the Sirius Nefesh. The Avaida of the Friediger Rebbe in spreading Torah and mitzvahs was a continuous act of Mesiris Nefesh. It was constant in his life. Colossian for the Balei Lula in Siyam HaMaymar now, and as uh, in accordance with what the Friedrich Rebbe says in the end of that, Maima Basilagani, Lamaila Metamidas, it's something which has to transcend logic. It's something that goes beyond what a normal person functions in. When you do something in other words, you're actually willing to give your life, it means that you're not doing it for your own personal gain. Even spiritual gain. Or because I want to become a bigger, a better person. Not even because I want to become attached to Hashem which are all successive, successively higher goals, but still personal goals. Nor blois loyiz baruch, but rather, Mesir Snefesh means the focus is Hashem. He wants me to do this, therefore I will go to all ends of the earth to do it. On Zayin Egen is in them klal my own personal ego is not, doesn't exist at all in this matter. Of afrat me'ein from dem oifen, b'yas is given badem balei lula, and especially in the way that it was by the Friediger Rebbe himself, that he, act, he endangered his life on a constant basis for this. In the simple meaning of it, he put himself in great danger in order to spread Yiddishkeit and strengthen, spread Torah and strengthen Yiddishkeit. He actually risked his life. So this was a constant act of mysterious nefesh, even in the literal sense. And so therefore that doesn't, that means that it doesn't include personal interest. It's all, the focus is fully on lo yizbarech. When the take of ha-mesiris nefesh and the firmness and the way, the kind of mysterious nefesh that he had, is given shtendi kol meshos manas yosei. It it was there for his entire period of his nesias of the Friedrich Rebbe's tenure as a Rebbe. Vas hotzich oizgedrikt b'cholei fanim b'mesiris nefesh. It expressed itself in every possible expression of mesiris nefesh. Mesiris nefesh itself has many ways in which it could be practiced, carried out. There is literal mesiris nefesh. You're willing to give your life. There is. That your will is completely dedicated to the to the to Hashem, and so on. Many other interpretations of Mesiris Nefesh. 
Bigiret Barucha, as we discussed once at length, the Chiluk from the Dreit Kufas, from Eser Shonim, Bemeshel Zen and Asiyas Yonam Baalmadein. Therefore, once discussed about the three, ten, three decades of the Friediger Rebbe's uh, being a Rebbe. He was a Rebbe for about th- for 30 years. The first 10 years was in Russia under the Soviet, uh, you know, oppression. Then he escaped, he left, had to leave Russia, and he went to Poland for the most part, lived in Poland. Over there was another type, a whole other issues in his life, which was the the difference in the way Chabad did things and the way Chagas or the the Rebbes that were in Poland did it and there was also many issues around surrounding that and then for the last 10 years he came to America and that was a whole different uh, need for Mr. Nefesh in order to overcome the apathy of America and so on when in Allah, in, in the Allah, Gorf Hashidinoi Fani Avaida, and on these three very different types of Avaida, is Bam Given the Zelba Taik of Messirus Nefesh, he had the same determination and Messirus Nefesh in every situation. Three very different situations, same determination and Messirus Nefesh. In other words, to say that his entire life, his entire Nasiyas was through Messirus Nefesh. So in addition to the fact that the very idea of Mesiris Nefesh doesn't lend itself to temporary. Mesiris Nefesh means that you're fully and totally invested. Nor kviyas belishinuyim, that it's, it, you're, you're there permanently and without change and this is how it has to be and that's where it is. And not that it's Today is different than tomorrow. Because the Aveda comes from the Messias Nefesh comes from the essence, the core essence of the Neshama. The core essence of the Neshama is also beyond any change. Therefore, the Aveda also expressed itself in a very manifest way of Mesiris Nefesh as in the Aleph Hashidin of certain Avedas that by all of these three different types of Avedas is them given the Zelber Teikif of Mesiris Nefesh they all express the self-determination of Mesiris Nefesh the self-same determination of Mesiris Nefesh and even though his uh, the way that he spread Torah mitzvahs and his mitzvahs nefesh for all the, for all that was in every area that was needed, whatever is needed, that's what he was ready to do, and he, that's what he did. But we saw an extraordinary effort in the following. Number one, to organize classes and and uh, and uh, schools, but for learning specifically Allah In other words, to make rabbanim, to create rabbanim. Rabbanim are not the same as Rosh Hashivas who learn, uh, you know, the theoretical areas of Torah. Allah means you have to know what is the bottom line. What should you do? What should you not do? And that's what he was focused on. That kind of learning Torah. 
in order to, to make sure that there were Rabbanim that could actually give rulings on Halacha he sent, he spread Rabbanim, he sent Rabbanim to different uh, communities and places where Yidin lived and so on number two so that's one thing that he did he focused on Torah which was for the sake of Paskining Shilas then he also had his the type of Kiyam HaMitzvahs the type of spreading of mitzvahs that he was focused on was Mitzvahs Maisius the practical mitzvahs the things that you need to do Amongst all kinds of yidden. He, for instance, sent Shluchim to build a mikveh. A mikveh is a practical thing. You need a place to go to a mikveh. To send mayalim to actually, that somebody is available to do the bris and so on. That was a great focus of his avayda. Number three. He was very much invested into creating schools for, Torah schools for children. To establish Chadarim Jewish schools and send teachers to man those schools and to teach the children and so on. These are all elements of what's called Tachtainim within Yiddishkeit. Those are the lower elements within Yiddishkeit. What does that mean? will explain. Vav. To explain this, in in the way one learns Torah, there are a number of different ways in which Torah learning can be practiced, carried out. There is the way Torah studied in the heavenly uh, court by Hashem, by His uh, ministering angels, and so on, whatever is called the min- uh, heavenly court. There's a big difference in the way it's studied over there and the way it's studied down here in this on earth. Even down here as it's studied on earth, there are also many different levels of Baham amongst them is the Limut Fun There is somebody that wants to learn, he wants to expound on the Torah, he wants to bring new novel ideas into the Torah, and in order to take his share, he takes his place in the study of Torah. And the creation of Torah, Yagul Torah he adds. There's another element which is called, even if it's not practical and so on, but bringing out new ideas which simply expand the reach of Torah. And then there is learning Torah in order to get to the bottom line. What is the halacha? Are you or are you not allowed to do that? That's a very much more focused and um, focused downward into Misa rather than theoretical ideas, philosophical ideas, and so on. Thus, Bachlolos is thus the Chilik Sishnel in and in which in a general way can be divided into the higher elements, higher spheres of the study of Torah and the lower spheres of the study of Torah. When a person is involved in what new insight can he bring that is not mentioned in any safer and so on? He brings a new element of insight to the study of Torah. Or at least he's studying Torah, but he doesn't really apply it to what is the practical 
bottom line on this Taisvis. That means that he is primarily involved in the give and take of Torah. The, the question, the answer, what is the, another possible explanation, and so on. So therefore his interest and what he enjoys about learning Torah is understanding a new idea and how to apply this idea to another idea. And that's where his interest in Torah is expressed. But when you learn Torah for the sake of being able to get to the halacha, he's not interested so much. His focus is not on the the intellectual richness of Torah. But is rather focused on what does it mean practically? What am I t- going to tell the person? Can he or can he not do it? So halacha lemaisa would have to be considered within Torah to be the lower elements of Torah. Also, when we talk about fulfilling the practical mitzvahs. In addition to the fact that doing a mitzvah in comparison to the study of Torah, which is a much higher, um, you know, it involves the upper echelons of the person's psyche and personality, the brain and so on. Whereas a mitzvah means, you know, shake, do this, that. You have to do a physical act. So the Torah is considered... The, the higher element and the Maitzah Mitzvah is considered the lower element is the um, is the so in addition to that to this is the Be'inin is the so then there is how Mitzvahs are how do they exist within Torah Torah is the one that defines Mitzvahs so you can be involved in Mitzvahs in how they appear and how they are expressed in Torah itself for instance, the Gemara says that if somebody studies the laws of a carbon oil, it's as if he actually did the oil, brought an oil. So in other words, studying the mitzvah of oil as it is found in Torah, not as you shecht an animal and sprinkle blood. There is often when you cannot actually fulfill the mitzvah in its practical, physical sense. So you study the laws and how the Torah expresses that mitzvah. Even so, when you study the mit, the oila, it's not that you brought an oila, it's as if you brought an oila, not the same as bringing an oila. So that's how there is, there is bringing an oila, then there is studying Torah about an oila, which is a higher way, but not the same as bringing the oila. Then there is understanding what happens, what is the intent, what is the purpose, what happens in the upper spheres when one does such and such mitzvah. That's an even higher element of it. Whereas uh, when a yid, in the time of the Beis a yid was hot, nishkan in Allah hilchas karbonus. There could have been a Yid which had no idea of what it is that you, one needs to do in order to bring a carbon. He doesn't know the laws of bringing a carbon. 
But he brought his animal and he relies completely on the Kayan that is doing the work of bringing the carbon. And he relies on him. He doesn't know what he's going to be doing. He doesn't know what he has to do and how to do it. Uh, as well as he relies on the Levim to do their job singing and the Yidin, the Yisraelim that have to stand by and oversee the Karbanas because the Yidin have to be there during the uh, bringing of the Karban is a Mekayim the Mitzvah from the Mechiyah Karbanas he fulfills the Mitzvah of having brought a Karban he had to bring a Karban he gave it to the Kayin the Kayin did it he doesn't know the Kavana of the Mitzvah he doesn't learn the laws of the Eilah he doesn't know how to bring an oila, but he brought an oila. That's the lowest element of Maisa B'Payal. He actually did the mitzvah. Uba Prati Yisrael, more specifically, the inu from Kima mitzvah B'Maisa is B'chinas Tachtainim L'Gabadim Dibara mitzvah. In other words, that the fulfillment of the actual act of the mitzvah is considered to Tachtainim in comparison to the speech of the mitzvah, which means the learning, the Torah of that mitzvah, and even more so, even more, even in comparison to what is in your heart when you're doing it, what's in your mind, what's your focus, it's even trumps that. So that's in the type of Torah and mitzvahs that the Friedrich Rebbe was involved. Mitzvahs, Maisiyas, Tachtoinim. The same is true also the type of Yidin that he was servicing, let's call it. What kind of Yidin you're going to study Torah with? He was focused primarily on learning Torah with children. Especially at the beginning of their learning. Not when they're already in learning Chumash or Mishnayis. The very beginnings, the limit from Aleph base. In them inyum funtach is that inyum funtach toinim besugia talminim midvelchem learned. So that is the lowest element of the type of students that you are actually catering to. So in every way, the Friedrich Rebbe was f- focusing on tachtoinim. Zayin bal pisa is verstandig. So based on this, we can now understand did the yisaskus and did gimel bechinus tachtoinim amores that being involved in these t- three types of Tachtainim that we just mentioned, that the type of Torah is specifically Allah, that he was focused on Mitzvah's Maisius, and that it was folk- the learning of Torah was focused on children. Kum dafke ven da avayde is nish ba'efen kozeh as a zucht nish kein te'elis Kum dafke ven zan avayde is ba'efen kozeh as a zucht nish kein te'elis to shleimus fazich that his involvement, his Participation in Aveda is not because you're looking for self-fulfillment, nor but it's only because it's directed at Hashem. That's why this is the kind of Aveda one does. When a person feels themselves as part of this mix, and that it has to be somehow satisfying to him, or doing something for him, attaching him to Hashem, him being the one serving serving Hashem, then your focus would be more in the higher elements of Torah, in the more refined, the esoteric, in them seichel that we would be more involved in the intellect because that's what a human a human excels in intellect. So therefore, that's what a human wants to reach 
the ultimate of what a human is capable of is looking for the higher elements like Seichel in the and more not just Seichel but he's looking for the godly light which illuminates Teira and therefore when looking for the the spiritual light in Teira which means you have to study the deeper elements of Teira and that's why who you're going to look for as your learning partners also another Yid which is also capable of that kind of learning Hey whether it's certainly if you're going to learn the inner elements of Teira the inner dimension of Teira the secrets of the Teira so you need somebody that's capable of learning that then you will be able to appreciate how godliness permeates the world and so on oh, but that's if it was if it's about you but when we talk about learning Torah for the purpose of Allah or when you're learning with children and you're learning all of the most basic elements of Torah that's not that's built beneath him he has no interest in that he doesn't see the wealth of beauty in that in an olive base you know how do you express yourself intellectually by teaching olive base or in halacha it, you can't speak about you know splitting hairs in svaris and ideas comparing things it just doesn't exist so much in uh, halacha the same is also true for the mitzvahs is is there ikir chaya zayner and kavanas ha mitzvah bizlo dafka bayizbarich is his interest in a mitzvah what is behind this mitzvah why does Hashem what does it mean spiritually or is his interest I do a mitzvah because that attaches me to Hashem it's not so much about the act of the mitzvah that he's interested in which means it's not about this is what Hashem wants me to do it's more about what does this do for my soul what happens in the world of Atzilus when I do this mitzvah? That's when you're interested in developing yourself. Only if your Aveda is f- f- focused s- uh, primarily or exclusively, rather, on loy that it's a directed at Hashem, that Hashem's purpose in creation should be fulfilled or in his purpose in his Havaloi goes Baruch Dir Vedachtainim. When the Oyved Alein is Nishka Mitzis Laatzmi, and when I am not the issue here, Demult is I never be Iker in the in the Bichinus Tachtainim. Then my Avodah will be focused specifically in Tachtainim. For in Tafka Yidayze Fitzich Dorot and the Sava goes Baruch Olius Loi Dir Vedachtainim, because that's how you can best fulfill the desire that Hashem had a, to have a dwelling place in Tachtainim. So my work has to be in Tachtainim. Ches. Today, everything has to be spelled out in simple words. This is what I mean. From the Philo Eros, and now, and that's why in Yonavos, but to give us a new zoo, 
of the many uh, lessons that we took from that that we talked about in our generation there are two things which have there is a weakness has developed around these matters the Ereshter Indian is the first thing is the the weak the lack of learning for the purpose of halacha. Mzet as bezshem is baruch is the limud hatayra b'chlal halacha misraba. We see that in general, with Hashem's help, study of tayra is getting bigger and more widespread. There are more many more people learning, many more yeshivas, and as well the the element the higher the uh, the quality of learning is also higher. But the limud in an oifim fun la sugish mind the but the this type of study that we talked about in, for the purpose of halacha as from the limud zola riskum and rabbanim that from this learning should be actual rabbis vaskenen or rabbanim vaskenen paskin and ashaylin alafir chalokish shulchanaruch that can give a ruling in any halacha in any one of the four sections of shulchanaruch especially in Eirachayim which is the laws that deal with day-to-day life from generation to generation from year to year from month to month it gets less and less there are less and less people that are focused on learning for the purpose of becoming Rabbanim and being able to paskin Halacha the fact that not enough people know the laws of Chesh Mishpah, which means monetary law, interpersonal law, is mitzad matzavan hagas amedinah. So, because of the situation and the way the countries that we live in are run with laws and so on, so there is room to hope that there won't be any very big dangerous situation that will develop on as a result of this we live in countries which have laws which address these things as well it should be done from but at least it won't you know it will be contained the damage is contained but in regards to the laws of which is laws of marriage and so on or laws of kashrus and th- those kinds of laws and certainly in regards to the laws which pertain to daily life like uh, davening and, and, and uh, tefillin and Shabbos and Yontav and so on those laws which are pertain to not only to specific times nor in tog teglich but it rather it, it uh, applies to daily life. What happens every day to you? as its name is Eirachaim, the way of life, which means the way of life today. There's almost no one to ask a Shiloh. When you come to someone, who dedicates his entire life to his, all his time to studying Torah, and you ask him a halacha. Is this permitted or not? Emphater, what is his answer? I'm involved in pulpulim, in giving novel ideas and so on in, in, the, in esoteric areas, not in halacha And I'm growing in that, I'm getting better and so on. But to be able to give a ruling in the laws of which bracha to make and so on in a certain situation. 
or in Hilchas Tefillah, or the laws of davening, or the Hilchas Kriyashma, or the laws of reading Shema, Di I'm not, I didn't learn, I, I haven't re- learned this recently, I'm not really uh, up on that. I don't know it well enough to give you a ruling. In regards to, when we talk about laws of Erechayim, there's a double problem. In addition to that, that there aren't enough Rabbanim in the Dinim that should be able to give rulings in these halachas. You have an added danger that everybody now becomes their own decisor in this. They make their own decisions about it. This is more uh, pertains more to Erechayim. Because Abalabayas Asaychir Nishkein Rav, if it's a it's an, a regular Jew, he's a businessman or whatever it is, not a Rav, if he is a God fearing person, he will never it won't occur to him that he should give a ruling in the laws of divorce. He doesn't know anything about the laws of divorce or very little about it. He knows that it's not his area and will not give a ruling. Even if it comes a question, something got mixed, uh, kosher meat with non-kosher, what do I do? So he's not going to weigh in on that because he doesn't know enough about it. He knows that he doesn't know enough about it. If a question comes up, so he'll go to the Rav and he'll ask him what to do. But when it comes to the laws of daily life, a person can convince himself, as I cannot lay in that I know this stuff. This is stuff that I do every day, so I can uh, I know enough to be able to give the ruling. Uh, well, just to uh, bolster my knowledge, so I'll look into the Kitzvah uh, whether uh, you know, perhaps he'll read it in Hebrew. He knows how to read it in Hebrew. If he doesn't understand Hebrew well enough, if English, he'll read the English version of Kitzur or French. And he'll give the ruling according to the way it seems to him that Kitzur is saying that it should be done. And what's the problem with this? If it's true, then in regards to the Shulchan Aruch, as the Beis Yosef, Rabbi Yosef Karo wrote it, when he wrote his Shulchan Aruch, there was a big debate on the matter. How can one give a ruling by looking in the Shulchan Aruch of the Beis Yosef? Because he doesn't bring his reasons. He doesn't tell you what the source of that Allah is. So how could you give a ruling when you don't know what the source is? So how much more so if someone looks into Kitzvah Aruch and he, his knowledge of Torah is weak and decides that he can give a ruling from there, certainly that is not something that, could, that should be permitted to happen. How could you hand over the Torah to somebody that is going to give rulings like that? As is all Alain Paskin they should give his own rulings from Kitzvah And in this matter, we have to take it to heart. You know, on a yard site, when somebody passes away, we, the living have to learn from his life. 
So what did the Friedrich Rebbe teach on this matter? That the Friedrich Rebbe dedicated himself even in those situations where it was literally taking his life into his own hands by doing it. So he what did he do? He established that which today is called uh, study halls for Rabbonim schools which will teach train Rabbonim to Paskin Shilas it didn't have that name back in Russia but today that's what it's called and he was establishing those kinds of schools so we get the lesson from that as the Allah said that anybody that is capable of this when even if you have a question you're not sure if you're capable is the matzah from itzter? So as the situation is today, daf mezicha gain lechumra. If you think you might be capable, certainly consider yourself capable and get involved and do and go to such a school. So learning in anayifin from lasukish might the the hilchas should dedicate themselves to learning Torah in a way that they will be able to eventually paskin shilas. Unzchus arabim b'sayaitam. And it is the merit of the of the community will be at their at their assistance. The merit will help them to reach the goal that they are setting for themselves. Especially that it's not just about the community in one city, but in the situation as it is today, is It could affect hundreds of communities around the United States or other countries because a Rav doesn't have to be local, he doesn't have to remain local he can go travel to and be Rav in any other city and those places there are so many places and communities which have remained as Rabbanim in on Rabbanim that they don't have a Rav that can actually pass in Allah and the same is true for hundreds of settlements in Country, the, the land which Hashem watches over it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year they also don't have Rabbanim that there will be the, the help of Hashem Hashem will give His help and we know that a Rav needs Hashem's assistance in order to be able to get to the true point of what the issue is and to give the r- correct ruling. It takes Hashem's help. So you'll have Hashem's help. That you can r- give a ruling which is true and correct. If a, per- a, a Rav does that successfully, he becomes a partner with Hashem in the creation the second point that is so important especially in our time the way that we teach children because of the rule, the laws of the country that we live in the United States and other similar western countries is given a massive marvel. It became a, a, a shocking situation. Says Eingestell given as by a kind, it's become established that by a child, nish not a bechamish lemikra. Not only when a child is five, not a filush in an elter from ben esel lemishnah ben yud gimel lemitzvus. Even at the older ages of ten, in which she can study mishnah, 
13 when he's already a bar mitzvah and bechamish esel gemara 15 years old kenish durk in atog for shnas v'yimeim eludim yilumudim a day cannot pass from the year from the uh, curriculum of the year of the day every day he has to be studying secular subjects that's the shocking situation every single day has to have a curriculum of uh, secular studies and for this too we have to take a lesson from the that he also dedicated and risked his life and he also sent other Yidin that they should risk their lives to establish schools for Jewish children that the study in those schools should be in the purest, holiest sense meaning to say without secular studies to study Torah exclusively and not to change the way in which Jewish parents educated their children for all the generations back so how much more so if the Friedrich Rebbe did it in Russia where it was highly illegal and a risk to your life to do it so how much more so in our generation in our time when in the Medina in this country which is a free country it's not God forbid a situation where one is in actual physical danger we have to put in the greatest effort that the education of children should be of Jewish children should be completely in the holy holiest and purest way not to bring into the curriculum secular studies nor when the chayk lost nish kai meglechkeit if nish lernen and nor in them kamas only if there is a law that says that you have there is some basic minimum that you have to do so you have to do that basic minimum and only that basic minimum not more than they actually require yud afilu divas kenen nish beistendem nesoyen and even those who can't uh, you know they they can't do this they need to have a secular education. They want their children to have a secular education. So the fact is that in many, many situations you can get away with so little, with you know, some, some details, some uh, you know, abbreviated curriculum um, it's not at all uh, essential that the secular curriculum should be in the, ty- in the amount of time that is dedicated to it and the investment that is there on, behalf- on the part of the children and the school and the teachers to the to the degree that it's done, that it's now been established in Jewish schools, and these are schools which are are led are run by Yerushalayim people, God fearing people, men, women, and they're they're completely invested into secular studies much more than is required, even to get a degree.
by a degree I mean a high school diploma or whatever all you have to do is, rem, is encourage them, remind them you have to remind them that their focus in, in education is not so much to fulfill every to dot every T and uh, dot every I and cross every T of the law in regards to education. Their focus should be to fulfill the, the, the mitzvahs of Hashem in the way Hashem wants the education to be done. Because that comes, that the, that the uh, obligation to Hashem comes from Har Sinai. That's when you already obligated yourself to Hashem. Before there were laws on the books of the United States or whatever country you're in. It's true that the law of the land is the law. So, in addition to the fact that in matters of Yiddishkeit, as the, uh, the Rabbi Rashab said, we Jews have no or no one that is going to tell us how we have to do it there is no one that's going to tell us how we have to do it that's what the Rebbe Rashab said when the Russian government wanted to establish uh, secular studies in the yeshivas back then and even somebody that can't live up to that kind of standard for Lenin Nordlum that he should study only Lukud She doesn't have that. Is in the Mizgeres of Shukya Medina Leibn. So in the uh, in the context of what the country allows, the education department of the of your country allows. You still have to make the effort that the the most of the time of the day in school for both boy students and girl students, Allah has to be dedicated to Yiddishkeit, to Torah. Certainly that they should get the feeling that there is more attention that is required, that is expected when they learn Torah. So, is only that which is essential, that everybody agrees that we must have that in the curriculum only that little bit should be dedicated to secular studies and thus is in Tzugav to them and this is in addition to the fact as thus learn in that when, when secular studies is in the curriculum in the free the secular education should not be in the morning at the beginning of the day what the Torah calls the beginning of your of the dough, in other words, the beginning of what you're doing, that's when you're the freshest, that's when you're, that's the best. That should not be dedicated to secular studies. And it's not in any way against the law. That the beginning of, by Chala, it says, the first of your dough you should give as a gift to Hashem. That the, the beginning of the day, the child should be elevated towards Hashem by learning Holy Torah. By studying the Torah of Hashem. Only after that, when the child is already tired, 
because there's no other choice, you dedicate the, the shortest possible time to secular studies. And because Hashem never asks more than we're able to do, is azichir azachet certain? As mitayistados achikala that with the smallest effort, or besimus leiva masimem with the proper attention to the matter, kemagleich maktin zayin demzman basidushkin elen elimed achayil. We can immediately shorten the time that the children dedicate to secular studies. On abgem shaloi be'erech meredazman. And to dedicate much more time, whether time, actual time, or the the quality of the time that it's in the morning and the focus that the teachers put on it, and so on, should be dedicated to holy studies. But the, this decision has to be done in such a way that everybody understands that it's an essential thing. For him, is the psak din in Hilchos Talmud because that's what the that's the halacha in Hilchos Talmud Torah. When demult is adav baram, evetas durchfurin, and then it's it's certain that they will be able to accomplish this. Unkishein v'imad gezem by mbalei lulin, just as we saw by the Friedrich Rebbe, as nish kuken dikav dem was biyomav, haltech nish gezem kain oizich din derech ateva. That in his day there was he nobody could imagine that there should be an actual that naturally something could come of this. That there, that his the schools that he was establishing should be in any way successful. There was no way to see that that could happen. Now we see the results of it. Because there are places in Russia where those students had students and they kept Yiddishkeit alive true in a very secret way and in a, not, in a small way, but that kept Yiddishkeit alive in Russia. And besides for that, as Megeta Reisin Gas in the Greater Städte Sabris, besides for Russia, also when you come to the big cities in, uh, in the United States or the Egetzanus or other countries, and you meet grandchildren from grandparents that lived 20 or 40 years ago in that country in Russia. You see that this grandchild is conducting himself as a frumid. And you ask, How could you maintain Yiddishkeit? How could you live a Jewish life when you were in Russia? And the answer is, when you look into the matter, you find out as the father's mother, that he, that the father and his teacher are the Zayzeid or his grandfather Kesher. See, Amago Masa had a connection, or at least some uh, what of a connection, with Eina from the Shluchim for the Balei Lula, with one of those Shluchim of the Friedrich Rebbe Velchahatim Eiregiven that encouraged him. I find from Yiddishkeit and matters of Yiddishkeit. And not gelernt mit M, and he learned with him, and not sich behalten mit 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 M zusammen auf dem Boden, and he went into hiding together with this child or with this uh, father in a, an attic somewhere they had to go into hiding other than a keller or to some cellar somewhere could they to learn and they both went into the, the, the cellar to learn Torah when the father is given by Yiddishkeit and it's only for this reason that he is remains a Jew today 
or remains connected to Yiddishkeit. All those that walk in the ways of the Friedrich Rebbe forever. By the efforts in this kind of Avaida for Machazik Zayn, then Chinuchal Parasakadish to strengthen the. Uh, this kind of Chinuch which is based on pure Torah. We will certainly be successful in establishing the army of Hashem that will very soon go out of this last Golos in the Geula and go to the Geula Mitzvah Shleimah through Mashiach.